0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the DFS Today podcast for Sports Ethos. I am your host, Keith Pork and uh, I'm joined again here, guys, by my buddy here, Rames, my new buddy uh, that's going to be talking some DFS with me. And uh, had a, had a good day yesterday. Had a nice show. Um, some of our our calls were good, Ramiz, uh Some of them not so good. Uh, so you know, I do actually want to take you know, I want to take a second here and just kind of reflect on what what I got wrong. So I think that's always good. You know, if you want to improve as a, as a player or improve at anything, you have to be honest with yourself and, and give yourself some constructive criticism. I think, you know, one of the things that I uh, didn't do so hot yesterday, uh, or I guess today, we're recording the same day as a slate, uh, but one of the things I didn't do so hot was I didn't really adjust well to the uh, Joel Embiid news that dropped late that he was going to be sitting. Yeah. So know we, you know, we said we, had, we were going to fade that, that game, and I kind of had that in my mind. You know, I had a low game total, and I was like, ah, you know what? But that was really the wrong call. And you know, looking back, obviously it's 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 just obvious now. But in the heat of the moment, you know, it's like you get so attached to your picks. It's like I don't really want to adjust all this. So you know, definitely could have worked with some Tyrese Maxey. Uh, I think a lot of people went with James Harden, probably. But um, you know, th- there were def- there was definitely some value to be had there at the end. Uh, but you know, any any thoughts on you know? What went well what didn't go
1: well from the uh, calls we made yesterday? I think he had a spot on, but I mean, that's that's what comes with NBA, right? I mean, he's, they always make that call, those type of calls late. For example, early in the morning, you found out M B is questionable, but it wasn't really confirmed until like an hour before the game. And so that's the same concern for we're probably going to talk about today as well, because they have a back-to-back. And obviously, we don't know if MB's is going to play in that one either, or he's questionable, so we're going to have to probably take that approach again.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you always want to stay on top of that stuff, guys. And um, there is some, you know, some news here. Obviously, uh, uh, you did you did mention Embiid. He is questionable. I am inclined to think that he plays against my Bulls uh, because he's had out this this game here. So this is really just like kind of a maintenance day for him, and it's a back to back. So I, I would have to lean pretty heavily towards him playing. So he's actually one of my top plays uh, on the site here at $10,200 uh, for the salary there. And, and the reason being, you know, again, it's a back-to-back for them. He didn't play last night. The rest of his teammates did. So they're going to probably rely on him a little bit more. And – like I'm a Bulls fan, but I can openly admit, you know, <laughs> our defense is pretty trash. Uh, we leave people open quite, quite, uh, quite literally all the time. Um, it's more so three-point shooters though, so that's one thing that gives me pause. It's not like, you know, our interior defense is actually kind of slept on. Uh, Andrew Drummond's a pretty good defender, and actually Vuce has been a really good defender this season so far. So uh, I don't think he's gonna like. It's not like an absolute smash spot for Embiid, but I do love him at ten too. What are your feelings on him?
1: No, I think you definitely hit a spot on. I mean. That's the scary part about this Bulls team is their interior defense when it comes to big big men like Joel Embiid. I think Vujovic and Andre Drummond may struggle but who knows they may take the, the double team route you know where they try to set up a wall or they try to double team them which forces Embiid to pass the ball and then that's where maybe you want to go with them Max or Harden and that's in the situation.
0: Yeah um, and we've seen that before where uh, I mean Embiid has the ability to, to pass out of the double team um, he struggled with it in the past but he's shown some improvement there and um, so, you know, if you guys are looking for some prop plays, maybe looking at you know, his assist props, if you think that's going to happen in this game, that's always something to, to consider. Uh, one of the things I do in DFS is I, I always look at the backup centers on the teams opposing Joel Embiid. So I do have some interest also in Andre Drummond at 4,500. And the reason being, uh, Joel Embiid is is one of the best players in the whole NBA at drawing fouls uh, from opposing some big men. So uh, their, their backups usually get a few more minutes and, you know, Andre Drummond, um, love him or hate him I'm not exactly the biggest Andre Drummond fan but he does put up fancy points in a hurry because he does grab a lot of rebounds um, he's always trying to shoot the basketball <laughs> whenever he's on the floor yeah. so uh, so I do have some uh, some interest in Andre Drummond at 4,500 are there any, any other bulls or Sixers that you have a lot of interest in Ramiz uh
1: no nah, I mean I really like Ayah DeSumo I mean we mentioned him last podcast but I just think at his salary like you can't really go wrong in a scenario because he's he, right now he has his the starting point guard spot so i mean it's just a matter of consistency right and as long as he plays really well off to rose and i think i don't know exactly who's going to play and if exactly he's not playing that's more shots for him and the ball's gonna be more in his hands
0: um yeah i do i mean i love io um i'm not sure if i want to go to him necessarily i think he's was he 5200 i think he is on this slate, yeah. fifty three hundred. So, um, I mean, I think that's a fair price. I don't think I'm like super like stoked about it. I, I think it's about the same as it was last last slate, I think, or maybe even a few hundred less. Let's see.
1: I think it was uh, around it, yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't look at this slate,
1: but yeah, I think it was
0: about about the same. I think it's fair. Um, I think there's some other guys I like in that price range a little bit more. Uh, but I will say, I was obviously Bulls fan. I was watching the game earlier. Um, Io did take a pretty bad spill and hit his head on someone's knee. Um, He went out. They did the concussion protocol. He came back in. So um, I'm guessing he's probably going to play in this one. But I will keep an eye on that if he's not playing. One guy I do like that I'll mention here is Goran Dragic at 3,500. I think, you know, being a Bulls fan and watching all these games, he's really fit in very well with this Bulls team, um, you know, especially with that Lonzo ball there. They need somebody to kind of orchestrate okay. that offense, and he's done a fantastic job at it. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him, you know, jump into a 25 to 30-minute roll uh, if I would assume who has to sit. And if that's the case, he's only 3,500. I think I can roll some uh, some Dragic out there, too, which uh, he's probably going to have some ownership also. So, um, but there are... A couple of games. I just had to talk about the Bulls game, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to to rope you into that because, uh, you know, Bulls fans, I had to. No,
1: that's – I love it, bro. I don't uh, want to talk about the Raptors at all after
0: tonight. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't a great one for them. Uh, But, no, there's a couple of games that I actually do have a whole ton of interest in. Uh, I'm probably going to end up stacking them. I'm not sure yet. I might just – I do have a single entry out there right now that I just kind of threw together. Um, I might go a few more lineups here. I'm not like loving the slate. There's a lot of games on this slate that are like they could be, they could very easily be blowouts. So you've got um, Golden State Warriors and Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets are just bad, bad. Like there's no <laughs> nothing good going on with that team. Like you know, you got you had some salaries when they first had Rozier go out that were nice, so you could go get some value there. But now all those salaries are kind of pumped up, so. I still like Gordon Hayward there, but um, and we'll talk about that. But, yeah, I think that could be a blowout in Gold State's favor, obviously. Um, you've also got the Brooklyn Nets and Indiana Pacers. Uh, Pacers are playing pretty well this season despite losing a lot. So I do actually think it's going to be a little closer. We'll talk about that in a minute. But that could very easily be a blowout in Brooklyn's play of favor. Uh, and then you've also got the Dallas Mavericks and the OKC Thunder. Um, and that could also be a blowout. And so, you know, three of these six games on the slate, I mean, have blow up potential i mean it's hard for us to project that like with 100% accuracy but yeah. are you fading any of these games because you like just have like i have a feeling in your gut we had a good feeling last night by the way uh in the last night because we we said you know i i said denver uh, is going to blow out the utah jazz don't play jokic at that really high price range and i think that worked out I, I haven't looked at his numbers to to finish the game but um you know they did blow him out pretty well so i thought that was a pretty good call on that part uh, and then there's another game I think we said to, to fade also that turned out to be a pretty good call. But uh, any of these three that were on this slate here that you're looking to fade?
1: Uh, to be honest, I I, I don't like the I don't like the Pacers versus Nets game. Okay. Like be, because uh, Kyrie and KD are going off right now. But like, mm-hmm. if it's gonna be a blowout, like, do you want to really put that much salary into those two players who might not even be playing for a whole quarter essentially? Yeah.
0: Um, no, it's a good call. It's a good call and. I think I really do think this is going to be competitive. I think the Pacers are going to keep it competitive. They, they tend to keep it close. Um, so if that is the case, you know, if I do end up putting I'm not putting these guys in my single entry uh, lineup, I don't think. But if I'm going to do multiple lineups, I do like to stack um, some Pacers. And then I, on the other side of the ball, I want to play Kevin Durant at 9900 So I do have some interest in Kevin Durant at $9,900. Um, I think that's a steal for a guy that, you know, if he does play all four quarters, he's going to smash that price point for sure. Um, but I have a lot, a lot, a lot of interest in these Pacers. Again, I'm going to mention Jalen Smith at 5400 He didn't have a great That's your guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is my guy I go to, and he's a little cheaper now. I didn't have a great game tonight. Um, he, I was a little disappointed. He, he did come out and had like 15 points, uh, DK points in the first half. So I was like, okay, he's going to drop a 30 burger. Like, this is okay. I can deal with this. This is okay. Um, uh, then he just like stuck it up in the second half. So he's kind of like, he's been disappearing for, for whole halves at this point. So, you know, I'm going to go to him again though, 5,400. I'm going to hope that he turns around for me and has a good game. Um, but I really, really like probably my favorite play on DraftKings and this entire slate is 5,500, uh, for miles Turner. This guy um, just played 32 minutes uh, tonight. Um, now, we have to keep an eye because he is coming back, obviously, from injury. So they might send him out on the back-to-back. I don't know. Um, so if that is the case, then, you know, I think you can play guys like Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith a little bit more. But Miles Turner, 5,500, if he's going to play 30-plus minutes, man, this guy's getting blocks. He's getting boards. He's, his shot's not even falling yet. And he dropped 50, over 50 DK points last night. So, um, you know, Miles Turner, 5,500. Tell me how you feeling about that, man.
1: No, that's a really you're, great play. You're,
0: you're fading this game though, so you know you not you don't like this game. But it, say you were gonna play this game. How do you like that?
1: <laughs> no, I think Miles Turner was a good shout. I think that's why I wouldn't go with the Jalen Smith as clear because I think because of him trying to adapt with how to play with the Turner, it's kinda of not letting him play to his potential. But Miles Turner is coming back and he's got five blocks against a Washington squad. And I honestly could probably repeat the same thing with the the Broken Nets game.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, they've got like, Nicholas Claxton down low. I'm not exactly like scared of that guy. And he's just gonna block a lot of shots. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And again, his his jumps outside haven't falling yet. So like, you know, I think there's opportunity there for him to be even better uh, than he has been. So I like I love Miles Turner at 5500. Um. But yeah, if I'm gonna stack this game, I'm definitely playing Halliburton at 8300. We mentioned him last podcast. I did have a few shares of him. I didn't have enough of him though. He had a really great game. He he, he came out like lights out in that first half. Um, I think he was at, went to halftime with like 20 points or something like that. So it was just incredible. Um, but, yeah, 8,300 for Halliburton. I like that if you're going to stack uh, Kevin Durant and some, and some uh, Pacers then there.
1: One other guy I want to
0: mention, and, and, I mean, people are probably going to roast me. Feel free to roast me, Remles, but <laughs> I do actually have some interest as a punt play, strictly as a punt play. I'm not expecting a whole lot. But Utah Watanabe at
1: 3,200. That uh, is bold. bold. <laughs> that is bold,
0: yeah. He got 22 minutes in the last game. I thought he looked good. I actually watched that game. Um, I thought he looked pretty decent in the minutes he was out there. Um, I don't know if he's going to get 22 minutes again. He'll probably get like 15 or something like that, maybe. He only had like eight minutes before that. That was his, his top minutes. But, um, but, you know, he's 3,200. I mean, he's almost – you know, absolute bottom pricing. And if you're looking to scrape the very bottom of the barrel, there's no one really down there that I like uh, around that price point as much as him. There's a couple of guys I like a few hundred dollars more, um, but yeah, so it is a bull, it is a bull call, but uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Let's talk about another game. I really have interest in though, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Utah jazz. I constantly go into these jazz, man. I, and the reason I have interest in this game, obviously Uh, is that John Morant is listed as doubtful. So John Morant, if he doesn't play, that's a whole ton of usage going down to these Memphis guys. Let me just give it to you, man. I've been talking a whole lot. Ramiz, who do you like on the Memphis side if we're assuming that John Morant does not play?
1: I'm going with the obvious choice, and I'm going with Desmond Bain. I think Desmond Bain has been on fire. like He has been going lights off from three-point range. Like In his last two games, he's shooting over 70% from three. And uh, I don't think the Jazz is going to stop that especially with how many more shots he's going to get with John Rand being out. And, uh, I mean, like he might even, he's been averaging, what, like 31 points against the, the Sacramento Kings, 38 against Brooklyn. I'm expecting another 30 bomb from him, that efficient one as well.
0: Yeah, um, I think you can safely go to Desmond Bain here. I think a lot of people are going to lock him in for playing cash. I think he's an easy uh, free square because everyone's going to have him anyways. So go ahead and take it. Uh, 7400 for Desmond Bain for sure. I, I love it. Um, so the other guys that I've got interest in on the Memphis side of the ball, and, again, these are more GPP-type plays, but Tyus Jones at $4,700. Um, anytime that John Morant sits, he's really running the show on the on the offense. He's mm-hmm. getting a lot of the Fish assists. Out. Yeah, if he's um, – He's going to make a few shots. It's going to be good for you, um, but he may not. I mean, he's not exactly the most aggressive guy on offense usually. So, um, but he'll get those assists for you. He's got a pretty safe floor. Some other guys that have a, maybe a higher ceiling that I'd be interested in more so for large field GPPs is John Conchar. If he plays, he's questionable right now. Forty-four hundred. Um, you know, a guy that contributes across the board. Uh, a lot of people are probably going to gravitate towards Santi Dama, who had a pretty. A uh, good, strong showing the first couple of games, but he's kind of dropped off. I just, I, I believe in Conchar's abilities more than more than Aldama. And this is really digging deep because a lot of people are like, who the heck are these people? <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, yeah, as someone who's watched a lot of these uh, these deep league guys, because I play in like 30 you know thirty team deep leagues uh, for fantasy, uh, I think Conchar has got, I, I'm more confident in his ability than I am in, in Santiago Aldama's long-term. But hey, maybe I'm wrong about that. I mean, who knows? But uh, if Conchar does not play, I've also got some interest in Jake LaRavia, who's uh, this, the rookie over there, 3,600. Um, this guy can ball. And right. he doesn't have the opportunity. He had the opportunity last game. He showed it. He's only 3,600. Um, so if you're looking for, again, a large field GPP guy that's going to be you know, a cheap guy that's going to allow you to fit some of these Kevin Durant's and Joel Embiid's and all that. Um, but I think Jake LaRavia is a guy you can go to. So any thoughts on those three guys, uh, LaRavia, Conchar, and uh, Con- who?
1: Tyus Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you definitely made a great shout on Jake Lar- 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 LaRavia yes. because he's the type of guy who kind of played a similar role to uh, Conchar. But uh, I also want to give a shout-out to maybe Dylan Brooks because <laughs> if John Moran is out, obviously it's depending on the if of John Morant is out, Yeah, Dylan Brooks might take this as an opportunity to we'll take his shots and get back on his groove. And at 5100, maybe he can definitely kind of go over that value.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I don't even know how I overlooked this guy. But yeah, no, that's a good call, man. Um he's a very high volume shooter. Obviously if his shot's falling, he's gonna crush that. Um I, I must have. I just have like a, a thing against Dylan Brooks because he's just like such a such a. I don't like volume scorers like that. They just take a bunch of shots. I
1: know it's risky, but yeah, no, I'm not I, gotta shoot the ball. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's a good call. It's a good call, and I think a lot of people are probably going to have him. So, um, so consider my guys pivots. You're probably going to see a lot of Desmond Bain, and probably Dylan Brooks will play the the second highest owned guy behind them. Um, so that covers the Grizzlies on the other side of the ball, though. If you're going to stack some of those guys. I do have some interest in these Jazz players. I still have interest in Laurie Markkinen, even though he's 6,900. Um, just crushing it this season, man. Um, there's been one bad game out of the what, like five or six games so far. So um, I have no problem paying that premium price for Laurie Markkinen. I think if he gets up to like the 7,400, 7,500 mark, that's when I'm kind of like, eh, I'm not going to spend that much on Laurie Markkinen. But uh, until teams really start taking the Jazz seriously, he's going to get his points. And... I've watched, obviously, again, Bulls in. I've watched a lot of Laurie Markkinen. Um, he's playing with a lot of confidence right now, and he said that himself. He said, you know, the uh, international play that he had o- during the offseason helped him to really, like, get some confidence with his game. So I'm, ha- I'm happy for him. Like, don't get me wrong. But I also watched this guy when he was kind of the alpha or the beta on the, on the Bulls. Um, he has a real difficulty when defenses actually make him uh, you know, run out on him and actually make him put the ball on the floor and actually like dribble through traffic. So um, I think once teams actually start to take this team seriously, uh, that's where he's going to struggle. The problem is, I don't know if they'll ever take the Jazz seriously because <laughs> they're not very good. man. They're just not very good. So maybe Marketing has a, a really great season. Uh, it's very possible. So uh, any thoughts on Laurie at 6900? Is that too much for you or uh, are you interested in him there?
1: No, Laurie, I think you spoke perfectly on that topic. I mean, Laurie marketing even this game against the Nuggets, was 17 points and 10 rebounds in 26 minutes, and this was a blowout. So if similar fashion, I think he's going to go and I don't think he can easily average a 20-plus game and somewhere to 10 rebounds. But I'm going to add on to a budget val- budget option, and Taylor Tucker. Uh, yeah. I, I'm looking at him for $3,700. i am looking at Rudy Gay's out, Kessler Walker's out. And that's some minutes for Tilenor to Tucker to shine out and maybe grab a rotation spot. So expect him to really play out and try to get some points, maybe some rebounds, some assists. Yeah,
0: I actually, um, this is one of the, I, did, I totally overlooked him, and then I went to FanDuel to actually look at some plays over there. And I saw him there, and I, I went back to DraftKings, and I looked at the price there, and I was like, oh yeah, 3700 for Tilenor and mm-hmm. Tucker. Uh, I've actually got him bolded, so he's definitely <laughs> going to be in a lot of, if I do end up <laughs> doing more than one lineup, uh, he's going to be in a lot of them, but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, this guy's you know scored 25, 30 DK points in the last couple of games. He showed we could do with the Lakers in, in that one summer league. Um, I mean, he's got some skill. Uh, I, I think this, yeah, this price point. I think you can definitely roll him out there. And there's not, a, there's no one really in that price point that's going to be like solid value for us. So I think he's a a, a steal there at 3700 for sure. Uh, I do have some interest also still in Jared Vanderbilt 5200. I. No, I said I'm, I'm kind of off that train, yeah. but uh, he did manage to stay out of foul trouble this last game. It just ended up being a blowout, <laughs> so, you know, he, yeah. he still didn't put up his <laughs> numbers. So, if they ever put it together, it's a close game, and he doesn't foul out. But I think this guy can really crush 5,200, so it's it's a lot of ifs, and ifs, ands, and buts, so I don't know. But, uh, but, yeah, I do have some interest in him there. Uh, but, yeah, so that's a lot of guys in that one game I have interest in. Um, I am going to talk about... Uh, also, Remy's the, the Hornets and, and Golden State Warriors. I do have some interest in several guys over there as well. Um, I still have interest in uh, Gordon Hayward at 6500 I think he's a safe – he's more maybe more of a cash play than a GPP play. I think he's got a safe floor. Now, of course, the Hornets could get blown out by the Warriors. I think that's very easy to predict. Um, don't think that's a, it's really out of the question here. Um, but 6500 he, you know, he's about that same price tonight. Uh, and He still scored like – 33 DK points or something like that. Like, you know, and he was, he only played for three, qu- three quarters. So, um, you know, he's got a, just a safe floor. And if he does end up playing all those four quarters, it ends up being a close game. Um, you know, he could really, really surpass that. He's not going to like go crazy probably, but uh, he could, I mean, he's got that skill. So I, I do like some Gillard Hayward at 6,500. Um, I've also got some interest on the Charlotte side of the ball um in Theo Maldon which you called out last uh, last time I did play him a little bit he didn't have a super great game um but you know we're assuming that Terry Rozier is going to be out again for this one and uh, Dennis Smith Jr. was pretty bad <laughs> so uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: if that happens again you know I don't see a reason that like and if it ends up being a blowout I think Theo Maldon can get some extra minutes too so I still got some th- uh, interest in Theo Maldon at 35. How do you feel about those those Hornets?
1: No, that, 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 I like those picks. Theo Maladin is a guy who I would definitely put on again because 3,500, you know, he's a guy you can easily slot in. And uh, Dennis Smith Jr., he, he's, he was pretty inconsistent last night, but these two players are fighting for a role. Right? So you're going to expect Theo Maladin to play and hopefully retain that back point guard spot. So expect him to go all out with a lot of energy. And Gordon Hayward's like you said, 6,500. His value didn't go up or down, I believe, from last game, right? And yeah. he's still at a he had a solid game in 26 yeah. minutes so i guess warriors only thing that's scary about is that if it's a blowout how much minutes is he gonna play right yeah yeah it could get ugly really quick
0: um so on the other side of the ball speaking of the warriors do you have any interest on uh, in any of these warriors or are you just fading them all entirely
1: i actually do i do like uh john to i think coming at 3000 if it is blowout coming going to get a lot more minutes, and I think this is a great time to really just, you know, shoot the ball, score it. He's going to have a lot of opportunity. He can grab, he can rebound and such. And I also like Klay Thompson, because this is going to be a high-scoring game, and it's going to be a lot of three-point shots. And I believe Klay Thompson's going to be one of those guys hitting those threes.
0: Yeah, good call, man. I um, it is going to be kind of a, a game environment, and Clay's been struggling, so maybe they try to get him going in this one against a team that's not so good, uh, and they just kind of feed on the rock a little bit more. I could see Steph Curry taking kind of a backseat and just trying to feed uh, Clay so that he can get a little bit of confidence back. Um, I've actually, but if you guys, this is a good time. This is a good opportunity to talk about scripting. And if you guys are scripting this game for a blowout, um, I don't know if I necessarily go for Clay. But I do like your call of, uh, of Kaminga. So, you know, I think if you want to script it, that's going to be a blowout. You go with Kaminga. If you want to script it like, oh, you know, maybe the Warriors just kind of screw around with them a little bit and the starters still have to play, you know, 28 30 minutes, then I would play some, some uh, Clay Thompson. I wouldn't know if I'd play both those guys. But... Um, I have some interest in some other guys, though, and I am going to script this as, you know, I think this is going to be a ball. I think that's pretty much a given in my mind. So uh, if that is the case, I do have some interest in Jordan Poole, a lot of interest, actually, at 5,900. You know, hasn't had that huge, like, scoring punch game yet. Um, Mm -hmm. But he started to come around a couple games ago, and he was looking good for a few games. The last game was not so great, but um, I think he could put up a really big, uh, game against this this uh, Hornets team, especially if, you know, Steph and Clay exit early because it's getting ugly early and, and Jordan Poole's just the guy out there. Um, so, I, you know, I have some interest in him. I've also got some interest in James Wiseman at 4,300. Uh, and Wiseman at 4,300, you know, again, if I'm scripting this as it's going to be a blowout, um, you know, I think they sit Kevon Looney. He only plays like 15 minutes in the game, 10-15 minutes, and you know Wiseman can go and play 30 minutes or something like that. So um, if I'm scripting it like that, uh, 4,300 for Wiseman. I think he's had a really solid season so far. Uh, I think he can really tear up this Hornets, you know, team that has really no, no good, like no service. I mean, they've got a few serviceable centers, quote unquote, but no one no one's that great over there like let's be let's be honest
1: you don't so. think Mason plumbly's gonna come out and clap oh man
0: Plumley's, uh <laughs> Plumley's uh, and zellers man i've got them i uh, got them <laughs> on my brain uh, uh yeah they're all good um anyways this is a good opportunity though guys to talk about our dfs pass if you guys aren't already set up for you guys should sign up for our dfs pass it's really cheap gets you access to all of our calls all of our work uh i didn't clarify how to pronounce it so i I apologize again if I'm mispronouncing it, but Giancarlo, I think is his name, is going to be uh, hitting up the DFS delivery for us. He did an amazing work for us yesterday, and uh, he's going to be doing it for us again for this slate. So you guys need to sign up for that. Um, get his calls because they're better than mine, at least tonight they were. So, <laughs> so you got to go get those uh, and, and take advantage. Uh, really cheap. Get the Ethos 360 subscription also if you want to get access to the wager division and the uh, Fantasy Pass. Okay, Ramiz. Do you have any interest? I have some other guys on my on my thing, but here. But I'm gonna give you some opportunity because I'm talking way too much. Do you have any interest in any other games on the slate? Any other guys that you're looking at really heavily? Uh, let me know. What are you thinking, man?
1: I'm going with the. Uh, I'm feeling a Trey Man t- tonight. Uh, tonight, yeah. uh, I think Josh Goody's gonna be out, so I think you can expect a Trey Man, Shea Gillis, Alexander backcourt, and Trey Man. He can shoot the ball. Yeah, he can shoot the ball. So, I also think this might be a blowout. So if Shea might not play as many minutes as he will, and I think Trey is gonna probably hit around thirty minutes. And the last time he played over thirty minutes, he had like forty point five fantasy points. You know, so I'm a, I'm a believer in Trey Matt.
0: I actually think, and here's here's a good, interesting to ask you. I think you think it's it, it's just a whole lot of fun just to think about stacking uh, Luka Doncic and and Shea gildas Alexander. I think it's possible on this straight on this slate. And if that's a close game, I could see both those dudes just, like, absolutely popping off. But, man,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the price point for uh, for Luka Doncic, what is he, like, 12? Oh, it's so
1: expensive. Yeah, what is he,
0: 12.5, <laughs> 12.5. That is uh, the most expensive salary we've seen so far on DraftKings, I I think. I'm pretty sure. I'm, like, 85% sure that's the most expensive salary we've seen. So I don't know if I can get myself there, man, <laughs> especially with that blowout potential, like you said. So, but I don't. Hey, if you're doing multiple lineups, I'm. I think you should do at least one lineup where you stack Luca and SGA because, I mean, it's just fun, man. <laughs> I just I just want <laughs> I want to see both those guys just pop off against each other. That'd be so much fun. I mean, game.
1: on offense, the game is competitive. You, yeah. you might have both of those.
0: Yeah, the, they could really, uh, really pop off for you, definitely. So. Um, but yeah, I I do have some interest in SG at 9300, and but again, that's assuming it's close, so I probably won't have a lot of them. Um, I have John Collins on here also at 6600. Uh, it's I think he was like 7000 last last uh, slate, and so he dropped a few hundred there. I had some interest in him at 7000 too, and he just had a really stinker of a game, so. Um, He's going to have low ownership. A lot of people are going to overlook him. So um, I don't mind going to to John Collins at 6600 just if you're in a a GPP um, because of that low ownership. They're playing Milwaukee. So people always tend to fade people playing against Milwaukee because Milwaukee is a good defensive team in general um but i mean it's the nba man like every team's gonna score 110 points or something like that like 105 to 120 right so like you don't need to necessarily fade guys like that's one way you can take advantage because people are gonna avoid like oh this is the phoenix suns or whatever like you know i played tj mccolumson he's having a pretty darn good game like you know it doesn't matter um go, go get him if you like their, their price points so i do have some interest in john collins any other guys uh, you're looking at on this slate man
1: uh, I actually, like, uh, I, I would think the most expensive option I'd go with tonight would be Giannis. Because I think mm-hmm. uh, Alana, Giannis, I think is going to just feast on the defenders. I think K- K- Capella's too slow. I mean, Onyeka might have a great matchup against him, but, man, you were talking about a, a two-time MVP. So this is going to be light work. And if I'm him, I'm licking my fingers thinking this is barbecue chicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good call, man. No, I uh, I mean, you can't fade Giannis entirely. Absolutely. $11,800. Uh, 11800 is his price point. And uh, if you're looking to spend up on somebody, I mean, you know, again, I'm looking at Joel. But if, like, you have that extra salary to go up to Giannis, yeah, why not? I think that's definitely legit for sure. So uh, $11,800 for, for Giannis has is, is definitely got to be in play. Um, last guy I got here, and you actually just mentioned him, Moneka and Kangwu. I did roster him tonight also in a couple of my lineups at 3900 He's the same exact price for me, and he had a fantastic game. He had, like he had like a, a solid a, uh, game. Yeah, he had, he had like, uh, I don't know, I was looking, it was like 10 points and like two blocks and three rebounds when I was looking and then uh, he had even more stats after that. So uh, he had a very solid game, and he only did it in about like 22 minutes or something like that, so. Um, again, I'm looking for our, the game where Clint Capella gets an early foul trouble or just isn't feeling 100% and has to exit because Ojeda Kog was the real deal. He's the, mm. the the center of the future there, so um, I'm going to keep trying to roster this guy here and there. If I end up, you know, doing multiple lineups, and uh, if he's 3900, I mean, I think that's just a smash salary for him. So, but that's uh that's all the plays I've gotten this late, man. Do you have anything else? Any other plays that you want to hit on before we head out of here?
1: Uh, no, I think we had everything. To be honest, everything I wanted to say, I, bl- I think we all got it down.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, keep keep an eye on that John Morant situation. He's doubtful right now. Um, I would have to guess he doesn't play. I think that's something you really have to keep your eye on. Keep your eye on Joel Embiid. Uh, again, you know, he's he's questionable, but I think he probably will play in this one. Um, I think that's the only real injury news we're looking at. Him, but uh, but Ramiz, I do have a few. Thrive Fantasy plays for these guys. I didn't like a whole lot on this, honestly. So it's going to be real quick, guys. I've got a couple for you guys, though. And if you guys that aren't playing Thrive, what are you doing? Let me smack you in the head right now because you guys are missing out on a great opportunity uh, to get yourself some money because you have to choose 10 out of 20 available player props and come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season because they are giving away a whole bunch of money, $200,000 guaranteed in prizes weekly. Uh, if you hit the most props, you rack up the most points, you do, we want to share of that. So there you go. Uh, just go use promo code ETHOS when you sign up, and you're going to receive a 100% deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks. And don't forget to download the Thrive Fantasy uh, uh, app on the App Store or Play Store by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Uh, sign up and prop up today. Yeah, go do it. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, no, I have a couple of plays from that. I don't. Did you get a chance to look at that uh, tonight, Rameez, or miser,
1: no? Uh, sorry, I didn't get a chance to. No, you're
0: good, man. It's all good. You're, you're new, so you get a little pass. But uh, next week, I'm going to, like, crack the whip down. All, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. No worries. No worries. Okay, I got a couple, though. Miles Turner, over two and a half blocks. Uh, and that's 130 points. Oh, this is a smash one, man. You guys should definitely lock this in. Um, just just talked about this guy. You know, if he's gonna get uh, again, keep. This is another guy actually good, good to point out. Got to keep an eye on the situation because he is coming back from an injury, so maybe he doesn't play. Uh, but if he does play two and a half blocks, he's already gotten four and five in his first two games back, and uh, you get 130 points if he hits that. So you know, I, I love it. So go go, go lock that in. Um, I also like Harden under 31 and a half points and assists, and that's 100 points. So it's a 50-50 shot there. Um, the reason I'm going under is because, again, I think Joel Embiid, he's going to have the, the fresh legs because they're on a back-to-back. They're traveling. Um, they're going to be feeding him the rock a lot. So maybe, you know, Harden gets 11, 12, 13, 14 assists. But maybe he gets a few less points. So he doesn't necessarily hit the over there on the 31.5 points of assists. So that's why I'm going under on Harden. Uh, and that's it. Those are the only two I have. I don't like a whole lot of them. But <laughs> I do like 130-point ones. So, uh, so that, there you go. But anyways, um, all right. That's going to do it for us, guys. We are going to check out of here. They're... Well, no, there will be a show for you tomorrow. I apologize. I almost said there wouldn't be one. Uh, I am going to hop on here, and I'm going to try to convince Mr. Uh, Lee Lee Schwartz, who is a new a new fellow with us, uh, to go ahead and get on this podcast with me. If he doesn't get on with me, uh, there might not be one, but we'll see how that goes. So check us tomorrow night, tomorrow if you can, and we should have one for you. But until then, I am Keith. You can find me on Twitter at @dsbp_keith at and Ramiz. Where can the people find you?
1: Uh, I mean, they can find me on Twitter at the handle too nice so that would be T-O-0 underscore nice underscore.
0: Awesome, man. Any other socials they can follow you on or any other uh, things you want to plug? Uh,
1: no, Twitter is perfectly fine.
0: Okay. Twitter's <laughs> yeah, good. good. Then. All good. All right, cool. Until then, though, go get that money for everybody.